What is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show? Waco Mayor Dylan Meek on with us today. And uh, Mayor Meek, great to have you. Uh, boy, exciting times with a new foster pavilion. But uh, welcome to the show. I've always wanted to have you on, and I'm glad to do this. Yeah, great to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm sorry we're advertising for all those other lawyers. You probably know all those guys, right? <laughs> They're great guys, yeah. <laughs> great commercial. Yeah, those guys are uh, my age, right? I was in law school with those guys. I went to Baylor Law School back in the day. Dylan did not quite make it. Uh, Mayor uh, Meek did not quite make it as far as you did in the law school, but I know all those professors. I don't know if Underwood was still there, but uh, yep. Featherston, yep. Sayre, the whole gang. Yep. And uh, great, I still end up professors. sitting by, like, Professor Sayre at games. I don't know if you've ever been with him at a game. He he does get into it. I have not been with him at a game, but I've seen him there and uh, definitely have deep, deep respect for all of those guys, for sure. <laughs> Now, what do you think of the pavilion, Now, the Foster Pavilion, and what was that like finally walking into an event? I'm sure you had many tours. You were there from the beginning with all the talks and everything. You remember those days. To see an actual event, that Cornell game, what what did that, you were part of the ribbon cutting and all the ceremonies leading up to that. Uh, was it kind of a surreal feeling? I mean, you've seen a lot of stuff come to fruition but that had to be, I would think, one of the kind of crowning moments of you being mayor over these last four years. It was a real special day. Um, we worked really hard from a city perspective in partnership with Baylor to try to secure this as a location for this facility because we believed it would not only benefit Baylor's athletic programs, but also downtown Waco. And so to see that come into a reality was really meaningful. Baylor... Um, has been an incredible partner through this um, opera uh, experience. We worked hard to incentivize and give some land for this. And um, the river walk and all that is going to be developed on the river is really going to be transformational and phenomenal, even though a lot of it is under construction. It's funny, mm-hmm. after that first game, you walk outside after you've been in this electric amazing gymnasium and then you walk back outside and, you, and you're reminded that on the outside it's still quite a construction zone um and I'm, I'm excited to see the completion of that but it was thrilling to be there that night you know i was at the game last night and um driving back home and throughout all of downtown and it was a late game last night but throughout all of downtown there was so much activity there were people um walking all over downtown and there was um uh, an inflow of uh, significant traffic um, down Washington Avenue all the way out of out of downtown. And so it was just kind of this, man, this is going to be great. Last night's game was late, but there's going to be a lot of games um, or, or weekend games that are at an earlier hour when people are going to either before the game or after the game pop into one of our downtown restaurants or shops and um, really bolster and support the downtown economy in a way that wouldn't have occurred if, the facility wouldn't have gone here. And so I think that's a win both for the program and downtown Waco. I saw you on TV last night, and I, I thought, I know that guy. And, I, <laughs> and I, you, I think you were down there behind a Baylor bench or something, and then it yeah. dawned on me today. I'm like, that's, that's Mayor Meek down there. Um, and so anyway, that was, uh, that was, that was kind of cool. What do you remember the first com- conversations, uh, Mayor, that you had 
on this front, when you were just kind of talking about it, seeing what level of involvement the city would have in it, what were what were those conversations like, and how quickly did it start to come together? Because some of that had to be private, and you're not sharing it, yep. and then at some point, you know, y'all go public with that, and that had to be an interesting time as well. I think that Baylor obviously has a different set of factors to weigh, and again, they're they were always such a great thought partner, and they're they they were really wise in how they approached this, I believe, but they, they had a different set of factors. You know, we're motivated in trying to activate downtown. Um, as an alumni of Baylor, I, I certainly want um, the pavilion to be located in a spot that's going to be electric and be great for the team. But, but Baylor certainly was weighing in a different set of factors that the city was. And so through that process, we just tried to come together to say, you know, if this, even if this is going to be a little more expensive for Baylor, how can the city incentivize that? Because we're going to win from a property tax perspective, not the pavilion itself won't generate property taxes. It's, it's owned by a nonprofit, but it's going to spur business on for-profit um, uh, businesses nearby. Our sales tax should benefit in the downtown ecosystem that we cherish and care so much about. Um, should grow. So if we incentivize it, there's going to re- be a return on our investment. And so um, it really is, I think, going to be the jewel in the crown of our downtown riverfront for now. We're looking at um, beginning to explore doing a capital campaign for a performing arts center to kind of bookend that on the at Franklin Avenue and the river and University Parks on the other end of uh, University Parks there. But I think for now, it's going to be an entertainment um, center that I think a lot of um, the community is going to get to cherish, not only for basketball, but for other community events. And um, as we see the restaurants and the retail spaces in that area become complete, um, I think that our community is going to really get to embrace um, the river in a way that it hasn't um, for generations. And I think generations to come will really be able to enjoy that beautiful space. I walked under that bridge and I thought, man, this feels okay. You know, the other I parked it heard yeah. for the uh, yeah. media, and we didn't used to think of that bridge that way, obviously. And and it was just kind of like, I think this is fairly safe to do this, and it is being mm-hmm. built up, as you say. And the river aspect of it really is what makes McLean so neat, McLean mm-hmm. Stadium. And being sort of located on a river, it just helps give you even more identity. What do you think of the look of it? Did you did you have from a city perspective? Did y'all say, "Hey, we'd like it to look like this"? When you're choosing architects and all that kind of thing, no, like I've, how how much say? I mean, did you say, "Hey, I want it to look like a, a midwestern field house"? What do you? Because it does look pretty no, neat. <laughs> it's a great, it's an, an amazing facility, and the city team was. Uh, incredibly involved. It's a Baylor facility, and they definitely yeah. were the ones driving. And they have the expertise to know um, what is needed to have an excellent facility. My goal was to get it in its current location and be mm-hmm. um, uh, a part of the riverfront development. And we we worked really close. I, I got to give some credit to Bradley Ford, um, Paul Kane, and Charles Least, and many many others at the City of Waco. Um, who worked really closely with Baylor, um, with Austin Commercial, with AECOM, and other partners. We call that the Ant Hill down there because there's a lot of different tracts of land, a lot of different de- um, developers, a lot of different activity happening, and it's old land. And um, that means there's a lot of 
you know, environmental cleanup that had to be done. And just throughout the entirety of the process, a lot of moving parts. Um, and uh, it was a really thrill to see really competent leaders come together to, to work hard to not only make this a reality, but get it done so quickly. I mean, the, the fact that uh, we broke ground when we did and are playing games when we are is in this construction era we're in is phenomenal. What did you make when in inside of it, just from an architectural standpoint and enjoying the game, obviously much different than Farrell. They went smaller with it. I think it's a good mm-hmm. move. Uh, the commissioner last night, Big 12, said that he thinks they right-sized it, I think was his wording. Yeah. What, just as a fan experiencing it for the first time and all of that, what do you what do you think when you kind of look around there, you hear the crowd, uh, mm-hmm. what, what, what was your experience like? Electric is the word that comes to mind. I think the energy, the noise, the excitement, um, it's just an electric energy. And... Um, I think not only because it's a beautiful facility, but also because um, how they strategically designed it um, from an acoustics perspective. And I think that was done with uh, on Baylor's part with intentionality to really make sure it's a loud space uh, that is going to be intimidating to opponents. And um, I believe that we've just seen a couple games here, but I think the, the word's going to get out and people are going to say, I'm not looking forward playing at the Foster Foster Pavilion. Yeah, that's it's an exciting place uh, for sure. Mayor Meek joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. That Performing Arts Center, I mean, that's a big deal. Um, I mean, I, 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 and of course, we always love seeing renderings and all of that. But I mean, that's a, again, that's a massive deal. I mean, you're gonna you're not running for reelection, but something tells me <laughs> you'll still be serving in some way and trying to bring that to Waco like what what will that be like for the community and what do we what do you think like just the capacity I'm trying to think of like what that what you'll have in mind um what's that what do you what do you expect that to look like and what what kind of events would you hope to bring in I think think musicals plays all of that yeah yeah I think you can think of a lot of other communities that you know Waco Hall Baylor's campus is kind of the closest thing we have to performing arts center right now, but Mm -hmm. really having um, state of the art um, space that can host um, large um, concerts and events, not like arena stadium concert and events, but um, you know, uh, is going to be really phenomenal. And think of things like bass hall um, in Fort Worth. And Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's, it's definitely a missing dynamic and it's going to be multi-use and have performing spaces of different sizes, but really round out uh, something that's missing in our community. But Matt, you know what I'm excited about is the whole, that whole area downtown is going to be transformed. I think that in a good way, um, downtown is going, is going to really continue to grow and continue to transform. There's a lot, there's about 60, acres of publicly owned land downtown that is primarily raw dirt, just vacant land. Um, and I think that as the market continues to grow and with some strategic city leadership in place right now, even we're anticipating to see um, some de- some really dynamic development occur. And what I'm really proud of our city um, is that we have a real commitment to whatever being developed to look and feel like Waco in an excellent way. Um, we don't want to, we, you know, when you're in downtown Waco, we want you to say, man, this feels like Waco. There's cities you mm-hmm. go to where you say, man, this feels like a, there's a sense of place here. 
there's other places you go to and you, and you question like, this is just a suburb. Like this could be any town USA and we want Waco to look and feel like Waco. And so I think that I'm really excited that as Waco continues downtown Waco specifically continues to grow, um, it is going to be both excellent. Um, and it's also going to have a sense of place and character, um, that is really consistent with, um, with what our city represents and what we're about. All right. Well, are you going to try to bring Sing and Pigskin over to that performing arts center? I, I, uh, that's I not been to... discussed, but who knows? Okay. Maybe maybe, uh, maybe they can make a play to bring that into downtown at some point, too. Waco Hall is a great spot for that, but when, we'll, we'll see when what is the When's the last time you did a KOT turn? Oh man, Matt, uh, it's been it's been a few it's been a few years, man. But uh, yeah, I did it. <laughs> All right, I was a I was a Fiji back in the day, so some big time battles with the KOTs in the nineties, right. and you yeah. came along in the uh-huh. early two thousands. And I'm not sure the Figams may have moved on about their business. They they certainly weren't building floats. I think they were just kind of getting on the back of a flatbed <laughs> yeah, and riding also. around. You know, when we'd be in those parades and after those long nights, I was like, man, I don't know that those guys got it wrong with uh, their uh, those flatbeds and those lawn chairs. They weren't thinking about becoming city councilman or mayor like at an early age. Let's just say I don't remember a lot of fly games uh, (laughs) that occurred to you. A little bit later. Well, it's pretty. Uh, it's it's pretty incredible what's happened. Even during the last three or four years, you've been mayor. You came in during a pandemic. I mean, I I don't know if that was the greatest time to start. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of wild looking back. Does it feel like it was eight years instead of whatever it was? I think yeah. you came in what November of two thousand. Does it feel a lot longer yeah, than it has been, or does it feel like it's gone by quickly? You know, it's both. I, mean, I think that's true for a lot of momentous things in your life. You know, you it, it feels like it just started yesterday, and then COVID feels like a million years ago in some senses, too. And, um, you know, all I'll say about both being in this, this role and, and coming in in a pandemic and all those things is the incredible team that we have, both and from a city staff perspective and a council and just a community, man. I mean, it, it goes the perfect size city. Um, for a lot of reasons, but one, just to see momentous good work done because you really can be a part of a team. And there's a big team here in Waco um, in and outside of government that is working strategically and together to make this town better for everybody. And that's hard, but it's also um, the only way you can do it is when you're working on a team bigger than um, just the, the sum of a few parts. And um, uh, But all coming together um, to uh, to do something significant, and uh, that that's the culture of Waco is, is this that this is a team sport, and it's it's been really rewarding to be a part of it. All right, I think I saw where you grew up on a ranch. Was there anything that reminded you growing up on a ranch near Victoria of when you watch Yellowstone? Is there anything that yeah. you actually see that reminds you of your childhood, or does not is that not really recognizable? No, I yeah, I think that you know when I think about growing up it it there is um obviously it, i grew up in um the coastal plains of texas not the mountains of montana but um so that's that's it was beautiful i mean i just think being outside is such a something I, I i treasure and then i mean you just learn work ethic when you grew up on a ranch you know you you're in high school and learning how to build fence and just 
dying to get down to that way down on the fence line where's that that one tree and you're just going to get to work under the shade for 10 minutes and then you keep moving on there's something that you learn doing that and um and i definitely learned the the value of hard work um, working for my dad and uncle and um, grandfather back in those days all right well listen thank you for being with us and uh, you can claim what a national title the new pavilion I mean, I, I'm going to call you like the hoops mayor. I mean, you've had a lot of good, <laughs> good basketball on your watch. So, uh, yep. yeah, c- congratulations, well, and look I'm forward to seeing for, you out at Pavilion coming. at the Pavilion soon. Yeah. yeah, I'll see you soon, Matt. Appreciate you letting me have uh, let me be on the show today. Have a great afternoon. You bet. There he goes, Mayor Meek, Dylan Meek, joining the Matt Mosley show. And Aaron, I'm not usually that succinct. But it did, it did dawn on me that maybe the num- the amount of time uh, one of his executives there had asked me how long I would keep him, and I I gave a, a lower number, you know, Aaron, that we ended up. So I kind of tried to because I, I I really enjoyed that. Could have kept talking to uh, Mayor Meek, uh, Baylor. That's kind of interesting.